Welcome to Adult Puzzle, a podcast where we talk all things adulting. We all know adulting is a scam, right? <laughs> real scam. Very real scam. Honestly, no one knows everything, so we're all in this together. One puzzle at a time. We're puzzled together, man. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Adult Puzzle Podcast, your favorite podcast we know. Thank you very much. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Lola J, or Lola, and Lamide is with me here, my second, you know, in, in, in command here. What's up? <laughs> hi, 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 hi. Great to be back. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, happy to be here. Lamide, I don't have any nicknames. I'm just Lamide. <laughs> I feel like you have some that pops out, like, randomly, like, Midas? Midas? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. How do you pronounce that? Say it again. Just so it's on record that you didn't get the pronunciation. Midas? Midas? Midas. I don't know. That's, that's how it's it Midas. goes. Oh, Midas. Sorry. Sorry. Midas. Uh, Midas. It's on record, guys. She doesn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I just butchered it. I just butchered it. I'm sorry. Today's episode, I'm very, very interested in, very curious on how it goes. It's um, compromises in relationships. So we're going to be mm. talking about certain instances when it comes to compromises, what our thoughts are on compromises and like what is good, what is bad from our opinions. And something that we always preface this, I don't know if we say this every episode, but guys, our opinions here, our opinions at this moment, we could change. Because I know one of the things that I'm going to discuss in this topic is how compromising in a relationship looks so much different for me now as a single Hmm. person entering or going to be in a relationship, I don't know, sometime soon versus like when I was in my previous relationship. So, so something has changed. Exactly. Something has changed in me. And like, I could imagine having this recording this episode in our first season, I may have said something completely different. So allow us the room for evolution. If we say something here that we don't agree with in like exactly. four or five months. Yeah. Okay. So as usual, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a scenario to you, Lamide, and you tell me your honest bits, um, take on it. Okay. Okay, let's do it. All right. So you're in a romantic relationship. You have a girlfriend. Um, you guys have been dating for I don't know. I don't. I don't want to put a, a number on on the time frame, but you guys have been dating. Um, and she's having some challenges because there's a certain friendship that you have that she's uncomfortable with. Um, and she basically wants you to cut that person off, or she kind of takes the stage and leaves. Right? What do you do in that situation? Um. I think I think the insecurity is valid, you know. There are some friendships that are... Wait, 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 wait. I have a first... Uh, maybe this is the trigger for me. Did you just say insecurity? Yeah, like the... Okay. I th- yeah, I think it's just like... Because there's a level of trust or whatever, you know. It's like... Just let me... Follow me. Indulge okay, me. Okay, I'm following. So, yeah, so like... I think so... It, yeah, the insecurity, an insecurity like that is valid and everything. And I don't mean insecurity in a bad way. I just mean it's a problem. So maybe I shouldn't use the term insecurity, but like... No, go a, ahead. Say, say what you want to say. I mean, yeah, I want to so hear like, that. So, so, like, yeah. So that insecurity is very valid. Like, humans can feel that kind of way. So I think it's my, uh, it's my obligation to listen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's affecting her, then... There are some things that, like, you know, have to change. Like, 
it, it has to be something like, okay, so is it the way I am when I'm around her? Do I like, do we like uh, hug too much? Do we like, is there something that we do in particular that upsets you? Do you think mm -hmm. I pay her more attention than I do to you? Do I, like, there's just some certain questions like I would know, like, I would like to ask rather, you know, so that mm -hmm. I can adjust. But if it's not a situation where like, maybe, you know, uh, she's like, she doesn't want at all. Like she doesn't just feel comfortable around the babe. Your friend, your gr the girl that's sorry, your friend. Sorry, yeah, she doesn't feel, yeah, around the girl that's my friend. That's a tough pill to swallow, to be honest, cause especially if it's a friendship that has been there for like years or, mm -hmm. you know, but I guess it depends also on the stage I'm in with, you know, the girl to in question. Cause if things, if she's the one, the one in my eye, then something has to, something has to give. And it's sad to say, but like, I think, I'll, I'll have the conversation with my friends, like, yo, maybe also tell my babe or my woman that not totally cut off, but I can drastically reduce communication. But like, okay. maybe, to, yeah, I can drastically reduce communication to like, barest minimum. But like, cutting off totally is like, impossible, like, especially if it's a meaningful friend. But I can drastically reduce communication, although I'll be hurt, like, hurt real bad. But I think it's a pill I can swallow. Mm -hmm. It's a pill I can swallow if the lady in question is, you know, worth swallowing that type of pill for, you know? So, like, I think it depends on the situation surrounding it. But it's definitely a conversation that should be had. Then also, I think, like, most times, I don't want to speak for women, but, like, most times, like, men do pass boundaries when it comes to, like, you know, mm -hmm yeah you know female friendships and everything because i, I yeah i'm I a guy and i know sometimes like yeah they blood, they blood the lines i think it should be straight with me it's black and white you know like if you're if i have a girl i have mm -hmm. a girl and all of that friendships at that point shouldn't be treated like the woman they shouldn't be treated the way i would treat my girl like mm -hmm. you know I, 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 I know how to set up fair boundaries. I don't know if I do it, like, but like, it's just like, there are just some things that I know, like you have a girl now. It's not like you should act different, but like mm -hmm. you should place a premium on your girl, you know, that type of thing. But besides that, like, if it's not like a thing where I'm passing my boundaries or like doing all, like unnecessary shit. I think I'll have the conversation where I if she's still adamant and I'm like, this is a girl I want to spend my life with and everything. Uh, I I can make that compromise, but I don't think totally cut off. Maybe just so compromise. Yeah. Yeah. Drastically reduce the way I talk to her and like, you know, then maybe not have that person around. But again, that opens around that kind of worms. Like, yep. okay, when I'm not there, what's that like? You know, so mm -hmm. yeah. Probably drastically just reduce, you know, things like that. Just to make my woman feel comfortable. 
but that's a tough pill to swallow. I, I maintain that, but I think I can do that for someone worth it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I agree with a lot of things you're saying. Um, I think, so there are a couple of things that stood out to me, things that you were saying, and maybe I give my, my perspective as well. So I definitely agree in the sense of like, if the person is worth it, um, so like the person that you're with is worth it, then making those readjustments in your friendship dynamic um, is something that I would be very open to to doing as a compromise, right? Not not pushing them away as like, oh, I'm not being friends with this person because of my partner, but readjusting and setting certain boundaries. The, 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 the thing I wanted to circle back on, so when you said insecurities, I think the reason why that triggered me is because, so this type of situation, I've seen it happen unfold in so many different ways in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I have been the close friend to a guy who mm-hmm. had a babe, right? I've mm-hmm. also dated somebody and then while in that relationship had a very close guy friend. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. He also had a very, very close girlfriend. So like I've sat in different sides of this in terms mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. I've been the friend mm-hmm. that I needed to step down because my guy friend now had a girlfriend. And so I couldn't, our dynamic just couldn't be the same way. So the reason why I circle back on that insecurity is because I think from my own perspective, there should be an unspoken rule that happens when you do enter a relationship mm-hmm. and you have like a let's just say guy or a girl best friend or close friend, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say uh, if you're attracted to the other sex, right? Your best friend or close friend is of the other sex. There should be a readjustment that happens because one of the things that in my head, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, like I want to hold that like top spot mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. i don't want to share that with somebody else and it sounds selfish yes i know but like i want you to come to me with like your you know most intimate thoughts and your most intimate like conversations like mm-hmm. i don't want it to be a copy and paste right where you're basically having the same type of dynamic with me and maybe the only difference is like we get uh like physical right like mm-hmm. no i i want my relationship with you to have a certain level a the highest level when it comes to like ranking if i'm being honest mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and same vice versa right when i have really close guys friends and this has happened to me not once i think maybe like three times where three of my super i could call i just don't use the term best friends like that but like three of my super duper close friends went into relationships and things had to be readjusted like i couldn't just pick up the call the phone and call them at like a friday night 10 p.m right because granted they were probably with their girlfriends and, and things like that and so the reason why i circle back to that insecurity is i feel like sometimes it might not necessarily be your partner is feeling insecure it's just people don't know how to readjust those dynamics when they go into relationships. They kind of expect things Mm. to be the exact same. And Mm. I don't think that's stemming from insecurities if the other person is complaining. I think that's stemming from your partner just doesn't feel uncomfortable, right? It's like, it's not that she or he is not feeling secure in their relationship. It's more so the, in my head, the unspoken things and the unspoken changes that your life is supposed to have. If it's very tiny, you're not setting those changes. And so because of that, you're making your partner feel very um, uncomfortable with the dynamic. So to your point, and this is the things that I agree with, I think definitely like understanding the issue that they have, because it might be a, a, a mix of different things. And again, I've been in this situation in different ways. So I've seen it be a mix. Like I've seen it be either the person just feels like they're spending a lot of time with your best friend 
and mm-hmm. it might even be more time and that in itself is making her him feel uncomfortable it might be what you share with them it could be you guys have a very flirtatious banter or like sexual banter and that chemistry is just not sitting right it could also be lifestyle i know i have been in the situation too where um the the girl was not comfortable and this is actually a guy so it wasn't so my my friend is the guy right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his girl was not comfortable with another of our guy friends so it wasn't even like she wasn't comfortable with another girl she wasn't comfortable with a guy and one of the reasons why she wasn't comfortable oh that's a unique situation it actually happens a lot because i've actually also been uncomfortable with some of my like you feel like partners like okay for her situation was this a situation where like maybe the person was a bad influence exactly that so it was it was the influence and the lifestyle so the lifestyle that he had and he would bring her man into was not something that she was comfortable with because it's like okay you're influencing my partner in this and this and it wasn't as if she felt like her partner was going to do anything it's just like why are you putting yourself in these in, in this that environment yep, exactly yep, yep, yeah yep. so I, i've seen it happen in in way different ways and you cannot now in my opinion you can't say it's because she's insecure if anything i feel like it's just there are certain things that she feels uncomfortable with like i think because insecurity for me it's like your partner has not shown you anything has not given you a reason to feel to not feel security or relationship but because of your assumptions because of your uh let's say your your history your past you know you were hurt previous times you now carry that insecurity and maybe trauma with you and you project it on them right it's like oh you are doing this but sometimes it may not even be that extreme situation it may just be like I don't find it comfortable that you are doing this. Like, as, because to be honest with you, there's. It could some, even be like a moral thing. It's like, exactly. Okay. I, that's what I was going to say. Like, there's some actions that, like, I would not want my partner to do. Not that if you do it, it upsets me, but it's just like, based on how I rate myself mm-hmm. and how I rate who I yep. want to be with, mm-hmm. I just don't want mm-hmm. you doing certain things. And yep. if you do certain things, I kind of feel uncomfortable because it's kind of like, hmm are we truly aligned in like morals values and and certain things like that so conversation is definitely very important and like to your point understanding why and i think once you have those conversations you can now start to drill down like okay is this just like an unspoken rule of this is the type of things that she wants me to do and i'm not doing it and can i readjust or is it jealousy because in some instances it could be jealousy where you're not necessarily there's nothing there but because I don't know. Again, maybe there's trauma there. Maybe it could just be jealousy or it could just be insecurities. And that's very hard because in those type of instances, how it usually works is like the partner wants you to cut them off completely, like not have anything to do with them. And that's Mm -hmm. a bit hard. But if there is a piece that makes them uncomfortable, like let's say me as a single girl and my guy who's in a relationship, I'm telling my guy friends to be like, oh, let's go to the club every Friday. And his partner is uncomfortable with that. I don't necessarily think his partner is insecure by me. I think his partner just feels uncomfortable by the places that I'm dragging her man to. And so mm. in that type of instance, the compromise that her man would do is tell me like, yeah, lady, you know, I'm in a relationship. And that's also another thing too, circling back to your point. So you said that you feel like men kind of have that blurred line when it comes to boundaries to be honest with you i don't want to put it on men because i've seen this happen as well well even women like certain women have 
probably do not understand overstepped. No, they understand it. They get it. They don't want it in their own situation, but they've overstepped when it's not their situation. And I'm not putting it on the men. I'm not not putting it on the women. I'm not putting it on the men because I feel like the boundary should be set up by both parties, right? So if I'm dating someone now, I'm going to readjust like certain dynamics that I have with my super close guy friends just because I want my man to be comfortable. And vice versa, if my friends... um, go into relationships i like i mentioned earlier like i wouldn't just hit them up you know 10 p.m on a friday night if i know they're with their girl or i wouldn't just there's certain things i wouldn't do like so for example let's say typically we talk about um attractive so there's one of my guy friends like we're always joking about how he has a very specific type blah 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 blah, blah. so now like whenever i see a girl on my tl that i think he's attracted to i send it to him and like oh just some some weird emojis right if he's dating somebody i like i'm not gonna do that because that's disrespectful do you get like those are the type of readjustments that i would do in those instances if my guy even you too right the way i joke about like oh you know getting some whatever whatever once you have Mm -hmm. a girl you that's not gonna come out of my mouth because i am respecting your relationship and certain up certain boundaries yeah um if if i may just jump in real quick so like you know I think one of the things I said that was really interesting that caught my eye is the unspoken role. And I yeah. think this is where like personal um, discipline comes into place and like just growth. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you like, okay, of course, after it's established that I'm serious with this person, mm-hmm. I think that's something you have to let your friend know or if the friend yeah. matters, right? Like, yo, I'm serious with this person. Naturally speaking, as a, as a good person, like, you know, you have to dial a lot of things down. Like you said, some examples, like, you know, calling the person randomly at night, if the person was living with you, that is like, don't be calling the person randomly, like at late hours, then like, maybe if you guys are clubaholics, you have to dial that down a bit because you know, they probably want to spend time together or whatever. But I will say this, there are some uh, friendships that like, you know, have spanned decades or whatever and they're like lives are intertwined or interwoven mm-hmm. with one another right like i think it is difficult you know sometimes for someone new coming into that mix you know the girlfriend or the boyfriend whatever the situation may be and all of a sudden you want to have more quote-unquote and it's not like i i don't say this in a very negative way but you want to have like that you know leverage or memories or level of banter more than the other person i think it's impossible to ex- to 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 uh to to have all that in a short period of time and i think sometimes people male or female look at that and feel like a type of way or like get flustered easily and my my advice to that would be like just chill try and grow your own situation to a level where you know you have that same you call me naive but sometimes i look at it like you know you look at it like okay if i put in more into my situation that's if you're not suspecting anything or your intuition is not telling you anything different or like you've not seen anything out of the extreme ordinary but just if it's a situation of like level of banter whatever like six months can never compare with 15 years you know what i'm saying like one year cannot compare with 15 years so like i get it but it's it's a situation like 
okay, how do I manage the situation? You know? Yeah, and I get what you're saying because to your point, I feel like especially for friendships that have spanned out over a very long period of time, and maybe not even long period of time, but you guys just have a certain dynamic that cannot be easily replicated. I understand how you can't even compare, especially with a very new relationship. But the way I see it, because <laughs> again, I've sat in like this is a very top this is a topic that I can relate to on so many different levels, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way I see it is if especially if you're serious, right? You can't do this with everybody. Like it's also not every guy that I talk I'm to happy, that I'm happy we're on the same page about that. I think yeah, it has to be like it has something to be serious. Yeah. Birth- no. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like and you you have to know yourself, right? Like you the person bringing a, a partner into your life. Like you have to know, okay, is this something very serious? Because there are compromises that are going to, like you mentioned, it's not going to be easy, right? Having to readjust your friendship dynamic or mm-hmm. it's going to be a bit weird. So you have to make sure that it's worth the compromise. But mm-hmm. the way I see it is if you have a friendship, right, outside of your partner, you know, before your partner even came, you have a very close mm-hmm. friendship. So me and a guy were, 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 were very, very close, right? Mm-hmm. And I bring a guy into my life because I want to give that guy a very, very good chance. Mm-hmm. The way it's going to work is I'm not going to put my friendship on the back burner. No. However, mm-hmm. there are certain instances where um, I would prioritize my friend. I'm going to readjust that, right? Where mm-hmm. my friend and the partner now starts to kind of like level up in terms of the priorities, meaning that like, okay, I'm going to spend this time with my friend. I'm going to spend this time with my partner, like give you guys enough time in my life and actually give my partner the ability to like get all of me. Cause what I've seen happen is one suffers. Exactly. Where it's like, mm-hmm. you, 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 you don't want to readjust. And, and that's the problem. It's like, and that's why it's, <laughs> it's so easy for you to like be with your best friend, right? Like that whole concept of you and your best friend, you know, you guys are just platonic and then all of a sudden you start becoming romantic. It it makes sense, right? Because you don't have to do that tug of war between like, okay, there's somebody else in my life. I need to slow this down with this friend and then ramp this up with this partner and try and get up to speed. And also that priority and dynamic, like, Oh, who really takes the top in my life? You know, that's happening. Mm-hmm. And, I'm going to sound selfish, yeah, but in a serious relationship, I want to come first. Like, for real, for real, for real. And it's not even saying, like, I want you to neglect your partner, your friends, because I'm not going to do that with my friends. And I don't expect you to do that with your friends. I actually want you to have a good, healthy relationship with your friends, right? Mm -hmm. However, I want our, like, I want them to be very, very, very clear distinctions between what makes you choose me as your partner. Like, for me, that partnership, and maybe it's because like I'm, a, you can call me a hopeless romantic. Like I'm hoping my partner becomes my best friend and like my lover, right? That's so like, yep. exactly. Like I'm hoping to fill those boxes for you. So for me, especially if we're serious, like I want to see how I am that. I don't mm-hmm. want to seem like okay, I'm just filling the uh, romantic boxes for you, but everything else is falling on this other person. Like I'm. I'm not gonna feel comfortable with that. It's like just hands down. Fact, though. I I hear you. I hear you a thousand percent. I agree with a lot of things that you were saying. And I think to be honest with you, one thing is one one thing I like to say is like with with this conversation, mm-hmm. I think the most important piece of the puzzle 
It's the person in the relationship, yep. not even the friends. You're the one that can set the tone. You feel me? Yes, yes. And I think the friends would fall in line. Like, once you're not, like, you know, once you're in a relationship and they can see that you're serious, you've told mm-hmm. them, oh, this is my girl, you know, type of situation, blah, blah, blah. And they see your character, the way you act, the way you, like, you know, everybody will fall in line. Like, yeah. I think you're the ultimate factor piece in that situation. Most people deflect to like, or oh, maybe the friend not knowing, like, yeah. whatever. But like, you can control that narrative, in yeah. my opinion. And personally speaking, just because of how I am wired, and I know Lada, you can testify to this, I'm all for like, if I'm serious with someone, she's held at a premium. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And I want to feel like I'm held at a premium. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 also. I want my guy to feel that too. So it's not even just from my like, it's it's both ways. Like I want you to feel, and I know I've like again. This is why I said different times of my life I've seen this very very differently. But now I think with more maturity, and as you go through different experiences, you realize how important certain things are. But <laughs> the way my and do you know how hard this is for me to say? Because my friends, if you know anything about me, like. Friends and family, oh Jesus, I don't play with. So for me to now bring a different party into my life and try and finesse you to the top of that, you know, priority list, it's going to take a lot. I don't think it's going to, and to your point earlier, I don't think it's going to happen in like six months or, you know, a short period of time. However, I think one thing that I would try and make happen from the beginning, once I know it's getting serious, is I would truly, truly give you a chance. So it, I'll say something, then I'll ask you a question. So yeah. like... I think, uh, personally, mm-hmm. I would ideally for me, I would like a situation where my girl mm-hmm. is friends with all my friends, yep. like the people that, like my nearest and dearest type of, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll just admire that type of relationship. So, like, she knows all the guys, she knows all the girls, and they have their own relationships too, and everything, and all that is genuine and like, again like we said earlier and i think we both agree on this too as well if the premium has been placed on the the girl you know mm-hmm. the girlfriend and everything and there's a difference in the level of relations and everything i don't think there would be any wahala or like stress if you ask me but okay another third thing i was saying before i ask my question would be like i don't know for example i don't know if personally i would want to like i think there there are some things that should be toned down but personally i don't know if if i were to use our friendship for instance mm-hmm. i don't know if i would want to like i don't want a situation where you need help you cannot call oh like, absolutely and, like, and, yeah yeah Circling back on everything you just said. So the first thing, yes, I definitely, definitely, you know, learning from my past, from people's experiences around me, Mm -hmm. I do want my man to be friends with my friends. Like that's something that is so, so, so important to me now moving forward. And I want to be friends with my partner's friends, Mm -hmm. female and male. And obviously it would vary, right? There's some people that I'm just going to have stronger, you know, Mm -hmm. liking towards and all of that. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's close, close best friends. Like I want, because I feel like, in that type of instances, that is where you now start to really develop respect for one another. Because to your point, I do agree, and this was something you said, 
typically the person in the relationship is the one that's supposed to set the boundaries and other people around move accordingly. However, I've also seen when the person in the relationship does not set boundaries and because that person does not have enough like awareness to self to set boundaries, the other party, like the friends, now like overstep. So they are not doing anything, but because they did not, so the issue kind of stems from them, right? Mm. They didn't set the boundaries, but the other parties overstepped. In a situation like that, if I was friends with those with the other party, I feel like because they have more respect for me, as much as the the person, the partner in the middle did not set boundaries and maybe did not have certain respect for the relationship, the friend's respect for me would have allowed her set boundaries that shouldn't have been crossed you get so mm. i definitely feel like being friends as you don't have to be best of friends but at least having like a good respect for one another is very 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 important and yes the the, the, the partner should set those boundaries some people do overdo it to be honest there are so yeah. many and the stories i hear where it's yeah. like come on like are you being serious like you know some people yeah. do overdo it and i think in in that in that situation the person, male or female, should evaluate, like, okay, like, if, yeah, just evaluate properly, like, think before you, like, commit to any decision, whether to move with the friendship yeah. or, like, walk away. Yeah. yeah. Some people do overdo it. No, just some people absolutely do. And what pisses me off, again, going back to earlier when you had said insecurity is, I've seen it where, and it's kind of an emotional manipulation tactics, where you overdo it, but because you don't want to own up for your uh, mishaps you know, or for not knowing how to set up boundaries, you now you now tag it on. You're just jealous and you're just insecure. That is a very very, and I've seen it happen both ways. I'm not trying to put it on guys or girls. Like it's a very 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 bad like manipulation tactics. Like it really is. Like and this is why in my head there should be that unspoken rule however because some people truly don't have enough self-awareness they would never know what that rule should be so in some instances i've seen where you do have to have these conversations beforehand like not when you're in the situation but like beforehand like just you know when you start to find out like oh he has a lot of girlfriends or she has a lot of girlfriends just ask questions like oh okay so like how do you typically balance your friendship with your partner like things like that just so you get an an ounce of how they they manage certain situations because some people overdo it and don't have self-awareness to like put up boundaries or even own up to their shit they will put it on you as like oh you're insecure you're jealous how much uh compromise is too much you know there's definitely there's definitely too much and, and it's it's a great question because i feel like compromise is very very important in a relationship and i think right. even in friendships right where you and somebody you can never really see eye to eye on everything like you're, you're human beings at the end of the day like you have to meet halfway and the way i see compromise it's like it's a mutual sacrifice that you guys make for each other right and so compromising is good however there is too much so the how much is too much um, I think too much is when you start to lose yourself, right? Losing mm. yourself meaning that like when it becomes so one-sided, one-sided in the sense of like one person in the dynamic is always the one bending their back. Like it's always the one readjusting. It's always the one trying to make sure that you're good. Like you, your own uh, wants, your own uh, needs are not being met. It's, it's like 
not at all it's always the other person i think that's when it's too much like when you've lost yourself you don't even recognize like okay what about this relationship makes you happy what about this relationship makes you makes you sure what's about this relationship makes you supported like you don't recognize all of that um like none of it at all then i would say that's too much when you're the only one making those adjustments in your relationship mm, mm, mm. i think i think i think i agree with a lot of things that you said how do you compromise in the right way and how do you compromise in the wrong way so if i had to answer um mm-hmm. right way in terms of like you know having conversations setting boundaries and like mm-hmm. actually ensuring that your partner is can see the ways that you're looking to make them feel less uncomfortable right like that conversation piece is so important because i think a lot of people just don't want to accept or don't want to even like make it seem like they're doing any adjustments it's kind of like oh my way or the highway deal with it but no like you want to you want to have conversations with your partner and see how you guys are getting to the middle ground right so i think mm-hmm. that's that's very important the other thing is patience right both parties have to be patient with one another. You have to understand that like, you're not always going to see things eye to eye. So you need to mm-hmm. be patient to understand each other. Like you might not necessarily actually patience to hear each other out and put yourself in their shoes. You might not necessarily fully understand it like they do. However, mm-hmm. you're truly, truly trying your best and like being patient with them to put yourself in their shoes and making adjustments to not have them feel uncomfortable. That's mm-hmm. like the good ways. The wrong ways, and I've seen this happen in different ways, is when you start to take tabs on oh well i i did this so you should do this or i did it's like you're taking tallies on who compromised when and when the other person should make the compromises i think that's very very wrong and it's such a hard place to catch yourself when you're in it because as human beings we like that give and take that's just who we are right it might sound transactional but even in a relationship if you give you feel like you're the only one giving at some point you're going to reevaluate like wait a minute is this should i be here right so it's kind of easy to find yourself trying to take tabs however i think one thing that we should all realize is that in a relationship and this is something that's taking me a while to really fully grasp it's not 50 50 it's not right you're supposed to both give a hundred but a hundred in in your own way right basically less of that 50 50 like oh i'll do this and then you do the half the second half it's it's more give it 100 percent in your own way i think the bad the wrong way is taking tabs the right way is like how can you both give it 100 percent and make sure that your compromises work consistently like yeah Not taking tabs on i man <laughs> It's so easy like to do. It. Like it's so easy to do. It's so easy, it's easy to, to do. do. But I think the, the I don't I don't like looking at it. I, I don't even like that kind of situation happening to me. I think when you let it out is when it's just it's like man, really like when you start counting all the times. Like yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yo, it, it, it's very yeah. Yo. I, I don't like it. I, it, 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 it Plus, it's to make me feel very, you know, yeah. And it's so detrimental too, because you feel like, well, if I did this for you, you should do this for me. But it's like, exactly. no, not really. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, so is not compromising, mm-hmm. right? At all? Is it self confidence or just selfishness? If someone is like, yo, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not stepping down from this. I'm not. Ooh. Like, is not compromising yeah. at all self-confidence or just selfishness. Yeah, I don't think compromising has anything to do with confidence, self-confidence. If anything, I feel like it's 
there's a lot of this is going to sound extreme but hear me out there's a lot of narcissism that comes with not compromising where like you feel like your everything needs to revolve around you and your world and sometimes we catch ourselves and it takes a it takes a lot of self-awareness I think there's a there's a huge self-awareness piece and as I've grown up and gotten older and you know just self try to advance myself I think one skill well there are a couple but let me actually say two there are two very very soft skills that adults or a mature person should have self-awareness and emotional maturity like in emotional intelligence and I guess emotional intelligence can give you emotional maturity but those two things as much as it sounds kind of easy and basic it takes a lot of constant trying to have so mm-hmm. you cannot even know that you're standing in a point of everything revolves around you you're not really bending your bark you might think oh well i'm just a strong independent blah 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 but nah mm-hmm. you're just not self-aware enough to know how this is not really a relationship it's a one-way street like you're not aware enough to see how your partner is suffering in what you might think you're happy in, right? Like you need mm. to have a lot of awareness to pick up those type of things. So I don't think non not compromising is self-confidence. I do feel like as a person, you should know yourself enough to know what you don't want to compromise on. Because as much as like we're talking about compromising, compromising is good. However, I think there's some things you should not compromise on. Like hands down, I'll put my finger on it. There are some fundamental things you should not compromise on. Your values, whatever you mm-hmm. set for yourself, do not compromise on those, right? Mm-hmm. If a guy is not treating you in like the way that you feel valuable, the way you feel respected, don't compromise on that shit. Like, so there but, are bloody, some, Do you yeah. think values sometimes could be wrong? So like what, what you hold as like your values, quote in quote, like, sometimes that could be wrong if we're taught, if we're being totally honest but it's 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 subjective what's though. wrong, wrong ter- on you on your standards versus the other person's standards right like what somebody deems as their values you see as wrong not yeah. necessarily because do you, see, do you see what i'm saying like and I, I i and that's why and to my point like if a girl comes to you Lamide, and her values don't align with your values why are you together why because it's a constant clash that's the way I see it, right? And the way I, I kind of see life and values, I'm trying to highlight those as values is not I need to wear Gucci bag every day. No, <laughs> no, like I want to separate. I want to separate those things because oh, I feel like yes, there are some values that you don't necessarily align on or you you don't see eye to eye on, but like. Who are you to tell somebody else their values are wrong? What if that's just how they were brought up? What if that's just how they see life, right? It's not, it doesn't align with you. And so like, why would you be with somebody where you're constantly clashing on values? Why not just not put yourself in that situation? That makes sense. Right. So, I mean, that's the way I see it. It's like, there's certain things that you definitely should not compromise on. Like your values, um, if it's like certain cultural elements that are very very important to you your your uh spirituality like certain things that have to do with your religion like Mm -hmm. certain fundamental basic things that give you your own um uh ethical compass in this life don't Mm -hmm. compromise on that don't right Mm -hmm. however Mm -hmm. there's some fundamental things like oh eh I like to cook, but I don't like to cook for you every day. It's like, okay, you can come to a sweet spot. Maybe one person is not cooking all the time. Like, you know, 
there are certain things that you can compromise on. And if you now decide you're not compromising, you say traditional values. <laughs> and that's why, honestly, honestly, guys, like align on your values early, early on, because genuinely, I feel like people miss it. Like your values, the way you see the world, the way you mm-hmm. see the world is so, it's so important. And you said it right. Self-awareness. A lot you have to be have self-aware. That. A lot of people don't. And a lot of people want to project. And I've seen this happen. And I hate to sound sexist, but like I see this happen a lot within the sexes. It's like, there's certain things a man wants to project on a woman. And there's certain things a woman wants to project on a man. And it's like, if you guys don't see eye to eye, why are you trying to change each other? Like find somebody that falls more in line with the things that you value, the things that you respect and like the lifestyle and, you know, upbringing that you want for yourself continued. Like find that rather than being with somebody who is just push and pull, constant tug and fight. And like at that point, you're not really compromising. You're, it's like you're constantly in a conflict, constantly just, just to find that I want you to do this. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Middle ground. One thing about middle ground is even in that middle ground, as much as you're not getting your way, you're not unhappy. I think that's mm-hmm. one thing we should know about compromising. How about you? What do you think? Um, I'll lean more towards um, not compromising at all is giving selfish vibes. Like you're just very... <sighs> Like, yeah. you think you're perfect, which is impossible. Like, yeah. you think, like, however, so that's the first part of my answer. However, you said and highlighted a lot of things I agree with. I think there's certain areas that, man, for your own, for your own sake and happiness, like long-term happiness, is better, like, you stand your ground or, like, be vocal, like, openly mm-hmm. communicate, like, your your like your you're in disagreement or your you know because in things like religion in things like uh maybe the chew chewing <laughs> chewing, you say chewing. Uh, chewing um behavior eating habits like hello i know i feel like that one you can work on but i agree like religion uh, family uh, dynamics yeah yeah finances finances sex life you know sex life like, like career <laughs> kids like things you know, like that yes things like chewing. that <laughs> 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 oh my god you think it's funny like i said i said <laughs> i said eating habits because it's something you i face value you think is something you can compromise on but like you don't want to be at a dinner and and i see this a lot the first thing choose loudly. <laughs> wow, loudly. We know what the last girl did to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I mean, you, you know, you know what matters to you. Because even for me too, let me be real. Like uh, hygiene, I I can't compromise on hygiene. If you're not clean, I'm sorry. That's what I'm know. telling you. Like, yeah, I again, it's it's a thing of. I'm I'm not even saying I should displace whoever the person is because they chew loudly. I'm just saying like when you're home, it's mm-hmm. like babe, you chew loudly. And that, of course, I think it's something that, you know, oh, my bad babe type of situation mm-hmm. and they will do better. I'm just saying that not, not saying anything will make you angry for the rest of your life. Yeah. And one day when you're like both 50 plus, you now start saying that, uh-uh, 
maybe a fight. It could be something small that triggered the fight to be like that's how I used to choo 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 And you just give it to the person like that, and that person will be like sunk, like completely sunk, because it will be like, Oh, you've lived with me for 10 plus or 15 plus years. And you've been holding that age, so I embarrassed you, and you didn't say nothing. Do you know the like, funny thing? Yeah. In that situation, I don't, I don't blame the person that has chewed loudly because if you've gone fifty years without saying something to me, that's also you lacking self awareness. Like you're, you're lacking some, like there's something. The fact that you've kept that shit bottled up in you. That's not healthy. It's not. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We're both saying the same thing, but that person will still be hurt. It's like you, you won't even be able to look at the person the same again because it's like, okay, like a part of your trust in that person would definitely be chipped away because it's a situation of like, okay, you're not comfortable with something and you just kept that shit to yourself. Yeah, it's like, what so else are you not comfortable with? Long, and now you're mm-hmm. throwing it in my face. It's like, it compares to like, what else are you not comfortable with? And you know, the time when you deliver that knockout of that's how I used to chew any everywhere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the person will be definitely taking her back because, yeah, it's, it's just, I just feel there's some things before call about, right? Do, don't compromise and say you're compromising and keep short. Exactly. And, you know, just keep living like that. And you know, you're dying every day seeing those things or hearing those noises or whatever the situation may be like i i i do genuinely think like things like pinching the toothpaste at the middle those compromises are very like those conversations are you know there are things that can slide to be honest yeah yeah you can buy your own toothpaste you know exactly you can have never gotten that thing before like when people say oh they really couldn't stand the toothpaste i'm like buy your goddamn toothpaste and have two separate toothpaste do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's something exactly so it's like they are walk around so (laughs) many things instead of being overly like allow the person have their own yeah whatever I, don't don't be like the most bent to the way you do things the way you, yeah exactly like again compromising is not about one person is winning it's like you're you're both happy with the middle ground and something Lamy Day said I think is very important is like and I've seen this happen with guys I don't know why maybe it's the masculine you must be tough all the time where they bottle <laughs> shit up no for real and it's, oh, it's yeah, very yeah, detrimental yeah, yeah. to like your own happiness within your relationship where there's obviously something that you're not happy with but you just don't want to complain because you want to be a man like what speak your mind how you say it obviously matters like you don't want to come out like in you know in that instance that Lamy Day gave like you don't want to come out lashing out blah, 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 blah. like have a nice honest conversation and like let your partner know the discomfort you feel and like how you guys can both get to a middle ground that you're both comfortable with rather than just bottling it up until one day you just blow out so yeah, yeah this has been amazing i've loved this so much i feel like there's so much like i'm still learning about compromising i feel like there's certain situations that we don't even mention here that people might find themselves in the mm-hmm. one thing i do want to say is know when you should compromise know when you're going against losing yourself. Like know when mm-hmm. you compromising is like you're 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 you continuing to compromise is like you're continuing to lose yourself. And then mm-hmm. know when it should even be a non-starter. Like when this situation, or you're not even supposed to be in it. It's like you're not with the right person to be compromising for. Like mm-hmm. those three categories, like when you should be compromising, when you're compromising too much, and then when 
this person is is not really worth your compromise like you guys are not on the same you're you're never going to get to a middle ground because you're just too off mm-hmm. and too far apart mm-hmm. in, in your ideas and thoughts yeah and with those conversations i think my advice would be like you know let the art of conversation be a two-way thing right yeah don't don't, don't be overly defensive or overly oh offensive my gosh, yes. like it's a oh yes thing, yes you know? overly defensive overly offensive yes yeah. yes yeah just and enjoy the conversation and try to understand where one each person is coming from right yeah so to, to find a resolution yeah and with that i think we've come to the end of today's episode i really 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 enjoyed um the conversation um definitely some gems here today and you know yeah uh, fire 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 um thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode we really appreciate you please give us a thumbs up like us on all social media platforms give us five star ratings um, wherever you listen to your podcast and any streaming platforms, we're available on all streaming platforms worldwide. Uh, subscribe and do give us a follow as well. And we'll be back here again, same time, same place next week. And if, bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye.